I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Behringer Brothers Spirit Barrel Aged Wines, the official wine partner of the 2020 CMA Country Christmas presented by ABC, celebrates the holidays with a tacky sweater sweepstakes. Enter for your chance to win a CMA Tacky Country Christmas sweater by texting SWEATER to 467467. No purchase necessary. Message and data rates may apply. Sweepstakes ends December 31st, 2020. Must be 21 or older to enter. See BehringerBrothers.com slash tacky sweater for official rules. Void where prohibited. Behringer Brothers Wine. Please enjoy responsibly. Hey Jeff, you can call me Big Haircut. Big Haircut. Yep, I chopped all my hair off. All your hair. It's gone. You have a lot. Yeah, I, was, I had I had a lot, brother. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I took about twelve inches off. Oh well, uh, yeah. I forgot you were rocking a, a ponytail. You're, I think last I saw you, which was over a year ago, you were rocking a RVD ponytail. No, oh, I had the RVD full force. I had the undercut. It was a wrestler. It was a wrestling tail for sure. Wow! And and you went you went clean. It's gone. Yeah, I went about a year and a half at least, maybe two years. Damn! And now you're Walter White, huh? No, 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 no. Uh, I don't even know how to describe. I got a just like a traditional male cut with a hard part on the right hand side. Okay. But yeah, it feels so, good. Feels good. It's it's longer than the classic Tomlin cut. Yeah, it's not a shave. Okay. No. Oh hell yeah! Congrats, dude. I maybe should have because the lady was hilarious. She was like. I went to Bob the Barber, but it wasn't Bob. It was his uh, one of his other employees. And she was like, what did you use on your hair? And I was like, I don't know, like a generic like dandruff shampoo? And she's like, oh. And I'm like, why? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm, I'm just like, what is it, shit? Or what? And she's like, yeah... It's just, uh, you, you really need to strip it down with, like, a clarifying conditioner or something. I'm like, what's wrong with this? She's like, I don't know. It's just bad. So, oh, I, guess, so I guess I just fucked it all up. But it was funny. It was hilarious watching her dance around it. Like, she could not come up with words. I'm like, not good, huh? It just looks like shit. She's like, yeah, it's just destroyed. I'm like, damn. But I don't know what it was. I was using, like, that, like, a shitty generic dandruff shampoo and then i was using like that uh dr bronner's like hippie juice you know what i'm talking about i think i've heard of it before but i've never i say you can't possibly live in denver and haven't seen a bottle of dr bronner's (laughs) Bronner's hippie juice it's no it's just like a all-purpose soap like you can do anything with it um, oh, so you can just go head to toe with it and it is pretty, it's okay stuff, but I gave it a shot 
because everybody raves about it, but it's not good for people with sensitive skin. So it didn't work for me. If you're listening out there and you got sensitive skin, Dr. Bronner's isn't going to work. Also, they claim that you can brush your teeth with it. Do not do that. Oh, God. Why would you try that? I had, dude, you know how many times I didn't buy Dr. Bronner's because I knew I would fucking try to brush my teeth with it? And I didn't want to. That's, that's disturbing. I had a disturbing urge because it says you can brush your teeth with it. I'm yeah. like, but I tell you why yeah. I did. I was washing my face one time and I was like, you know what? I'll just give it a little taste. No, no. Because that's your toothbrush, Eric. So I gave it a little taste and I was like, you know what? It's not terrible. Like it doesn't. Like, if you imagine brushing your teeth with soap, it's not exactly that. Oh, God. It's not the worst thing you can... It's not exactly what you're thinking, so I'm like, alright, I'll try it. So I pour some on the toothbrush, and I'm going at it, and this stuff lathers up like... I mean, it's an insane foam. I look like I had rabies. You know what I mean? Oh my God, this this sounds disgusting, dude. And it was... (laughs) It was a dumb decision, The the... It wasn't as bad as you would think. Like I said, it's not exactly like brushing your teeth with soap, but it did have a little hint of that soap flavor that we all hate. Oh, no. Yeah, so don't try to brush your teeth with the Dr. Bronner's. Uh, that hasn't crossed my mind. Certainly won't. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you should probably... I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting the uh, taste of beeswax in my mouth right now. I'm just thinking about it. Oh, are you drinking a Dunkin' Coffee? Yeah, you're damn right. I'm drinking a Dunkin' coffee. So am I. We went. We've been running around today, and we do. They have in Denver the two to six p.m. two dollar coffees. Eric, let me stop you right there. Okay. So I don't know. I'm drinking Dunkin' branded coffee from the store. Oh, okay. Uh, we only have one Dunkin' around me, and I never go to it because it's a little too far. Okay. Well, so, in, well, when I say I'm drinking duck coffee, assume that I bought some bitch from the store. Okay. Well, around here you can get from 2 to 6 p.m. You can get a medium latte or a large iced coffee. And you can do cappuccinos too, which I'm not a fan of, so I don't know what size it is. But anyway, two bucks. Two bucks, huh? Not bad. No. <sighs> I, uh... I have an arrangement to get uh, free coffee at, at, at Starbucks, depending on who's working. What? How? When, when I'm working, I got a friend who I take her trash out. I get free coffee the whole day for taking 15 pounds of trash to the back. Are you shitting me? Unlimited yeah. coffee? Huh? That's a great deal. She's probably going to get fired for that. I utilize it three times a day. I work with her probably three times a week. So yeah, it pays off. Is she going to get fired for that? Not unless the manager starts listening to the podcast. (laughs) And that's still probably not because we unionized, baby. Oh yeah, you are in a union? Yeah. UCFW number seven. Fuck yeah, dude. You ain't no fucking dick-eyed rat. Nope, I ain't no dick-eyed rat. <laughs> Scabbing ass, motherfucker. Hell no. Ain't gonna happen. That's hilarious. I forgot Kroger was that company. What, what is the overall name of that company? Do you know? Oh, 
I guess it'll be Kroger, but I'm not positive. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad that this is a this is a union strong podcast. Yeah, exactly. I ain't no fucking dick eyed rats that you're listening to out there. <laughs> Hell no, Eric. Um. Uh, what else? Did you get into wrestling this week? Oh yeah, Jeff. I did. You know how many times it took took me to watch uh, Monday Night Raw. Uh, how many different sittings you made? <laughs> yeah. When you hit the third sitting, you're like, okay, I'm finishing it here. <laughs> I did it uh, <laughs> Tuesday night, which, for anybody who doesn't know, I have Pod Pod Podcast University Pod U on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So it makes for a long day. I don't get home till about. I leave my house at about five fifty a.m. and I don't get home until about eight forty p.m. Oh, mercy. And uh, so there's not a whole lot of time there. So Tuesdays and Wednesdays are always tough, but I usually try to throw it on. So I tried it Tuesday. I tried it Wednesday. I tried it Thursday. I tried it Friday. Oh, Lord. And then I finished it this morning, Saturday morning. It took me five attempts. Well, let me iterate. You're watching the Hulu cut, too. Yeah. Yeah, you'd still be here watching it if it's the full three hours. <laughs> yeah, and not because it was shitty or anything. Uh, I mean, I don't think it was the best, but just because I I pass out, you know, too sleepy. Oh yeah, I definitely took a cat nap. I uh, finished raw up last night. Definitely mm-hmm. took a cat nap near the end of it. Woke up and the uh, recording was over, so I had to go back and. Well, I did a third watch myself. You you took three tra- three tries. Yeah, I did a yeah. first watch of over two hours, put in the rest of it last night, and fell asleep. Then went out for a while, then came back and watched it late night. Nice, but you've probably been uh, watching the Bulls. Uh, besides last night, yes. Okay. I got last night's game spoiled when I went out to the bar. I uh, where was I going? I went to, oh, I'm selling all my, like, restaurant equipment shit. Um, Yeah. Just little by little as I go here. I've gotten through most of it, but anyway, this guy wanted to buy a couple things, but he needed me to deliver them, and uh, I had to do it that night because I was selling my van the next day, and that's the only way I could transport it, you know? So I got off work came home and then drove to got the shit and then drove to country club barbecue country club barbecue yeah formerly cams on farmington road oh you remember okay. you remember cams of course um so i drive out there how, how did i what were we talking about before i started the story because i'm lost now you uh you get rid of all your equipment you had to make a run to country barbecue yeah but before, one night Oh, but why Why am I telling this story, though, Jeff? What the... <laughs> Did what, you just break down on me? Yeah, well, no, I'm having a mental fart. What are, What were we talking about? We're talking about Raw. And then... We're talking about wrestling and why uh, we didn't get to wrestling. I mean, well... No. Why we, it took us four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, eight attempts to get to wrestling. Yeah, but that's that wasn't it. Damn, I don't know, but I so I don't need to tell that story because I don't remember. But what I will tell you 
is that <laughs> I ne- I negotiated a cocktail as part of that deal. I charged him, you know, twenty bucks to deliver it plus a cocktail. And he and he said it was. He said that's fair. When I got there, he he didn't notify the bar the uh, bartender, you know. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'll just ask for it anyway. But I got in there and dude, it was full of d bags and I couldn't even do it. I wanted. I it was very depressing. No, no. So, don't. I, I'm not a fan of the place. I do not. Boom DDT is not an official sponsor. Of country barbecue. Nope. Nope. Okay, we've always been a Big John's, Grandpa John's type of barbecue anyway. <laughs> we used to be for sure, but they've really gone downhill. Oh, uh, well. 20th century Big John's is my sponsor. Yeah. So, uh, oh, that no, I know what it is. The, the reason why I, knew, I, I was driving late at night, and that was during a Bulls game, and I was in the van that does not have capabilities to plug your phone in so i was listening to the radio and i caught the bulls game Uh and uh it was depressing jeff was it it made me very sad i don't know how you've gone through this season oh eric there's bright spots well uh, yeah there has been no i've been i follow him as you know and and i know kobe white's been doing some cool things and we got marketing back and so on and so forth but uh yeah, the broadcast is, the broadcast is extremely depressing, Jeff. Do you remember which game this was? Um, they lost by like eight points, and the fourth quarter was extremely low energy. Like it was just pathetic. Even the announced team was low energy. It was very depressing. Well, come the Bulls update. You you can stop me if you watch the game that I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, before we get to wrestling, do you have any updates on? Uh, and we were thinking about introducing a couple new segments to the show. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, we are going to. We're, we're revamping the Boom DDT. Yes. We're uh, talking macro. We're talking country barbecue and how shitty it is. But most <laughs> importantly, we're bringing on some guests. We're going to be starting next week with a segment called the uh, Boom DDT Dollar Bin, where we bring on our buddy Milkman Bert. He's going to tell us some, uh, not sure the exact direction we're going with this, but I think he's going to give us some recommendations on some old... Uh, Movies with wrestling characters. Or new <laughs> movies with wrestling characters. You can see movies with Hogan, movies with Cena. Okay. Movies with uh, Stone Cold. So we're still workshopping it. We're still workshopping it. It's well, called the Boom DDT Dollar Bin. It'll debut oh. next week. No pressure, Bert. That is a good... So I like that you guys came up with a name, though. And that's a great name. Oh, that was all Bert. I just sprung the idea the out of The Boom DDT Dollar Bin. So it's like... Uh, so is it going to be reviews? Uh, I think so. Okay. Review recommendation, like, I'm not sure if uh, we're going to be watching the movie along with them, so we can, you know, also put in our two cents, so we're not just a couple of chumps. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I think it could work either way. I mean, we don't have to see it. He could tell us about it. Right. But if we do know about it, it might help. 
But yeah, that's that's neither here nor there. So we got the Boom DDT dollar bin. I really <laughs> like that. Uh, have you gotten anywhere with our cooking segment? Uh, nowhere officially with the cooking segment, but uh, our buddy uh, Texas Tamman out here in Colorado. Uh, I don't know if he sent you some music. If so, then we heard that at the top of today's podcast. But if not, then we'll wait for next week. <laughs> no, officially no music has been sent. Uh, of course. So, but he does have something? Oh, yeah. We, we got we got a little loop. Excellent. His first loop that he's made on the MPC. Excellent. Uh, we, we got some music that he's going to send over. And uh, we're also going to debut the... I don't know the name for it, so for right now, I'm just going to call it the Texas Tan Man Cooking Segment. Yeah, that's a working title. Working title. Interim yeah. title. Yeah, that's a working title. I'm sure we can come up with something. I mean, I mean, uh, Boom DDT Dollar Bin's going to be hard to top. Yeah. Was that? Yeah, that's the, that's the, the bar kind of high. <laughs> yeah. Was that the official name, or am I getting it wrong? No, that's the official name. Okay. But we have to. Uh, board... When I was texting Bert last night, I kept. I pulled an old man and kept uh, mispronouncing it. I kept calling it the movie bit. Yeah, that's what I was worried <laughs> he about. He would reiterate, he's like, no, it's a dollar bit. Yeah, that's exactly what I was worried about. I want to make sure I get this thing right. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Well, dollar bin uh, cooking segment. And I might have a guest on the Bulls, Bulls uh, update. Okay. All right. I like where you're headed here, Jeff. Jeff's working on some, uh, he's kind of our producer now. He's pro- producer doesn't actually do shit with the audio files anymore. Well, no, but you're producing the content. Yes. So that's a producer. So let's all be a little scared about that. We, we don't know what's coming, but <laughs> hey, hang with us. If you hung with us this long, thank you. Keep yeah. hanging with us. It's going to get a little weird. Yeah, it might get a little weird, but th- this should bring a little a new interest to the show. Because who doesn't like movies? Who doesn't like food? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. All right, Jeff. Well, uh, thank you for st- starting the uh, ball rolling on all that. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Um, Elimination Chamber this weekend. Yeah. So we'll have to get into that. Um, yeah, we uh, completely... In the interest of time, a couple of weeks back, we completely skipped the Super Showdown predictions, as as WWE intended us to. Yeah, I'll say that's deserved. Yeah, I don't have any uh, regrets about that. Nope. But have you been watching SmackDown? Yeah, uh, SmackDown wasn't anything too exciting this week, though. Well, I just need like a. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. General update. I mean, I'm looking at the card here, and I'm seeing Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. Oh shit! I got the wrong week of SmackDown. Uh, yeah, Bryan's been um just stuck in no man's land. Yeah, apparently. 
asserting his dominance over Curtis Axel. Well, this was first Curtis Axel this week, but it's not even something I want to get to. Like, it's just time filler. Okay. Well, that's just kind of depressing for Daniel Bryan on the way to WrestleMania season. Yeah. So you're telling me yeah. he's just waiting out here in no, man land, no man's land with Drew Gulak. <laughs> Drew Gulak and Curtis Axel. On the road to WrestleMania. That is bizarre. <laughs> okay. You gotta imagine something's coming up there, but... You, I mean, he's, he's got absolutely no direction right now. You'd think. Who did he face last year? Last year in Mania? Yeah, because remember, we pre- or I predicted it was going to be The Miz, and I was definitely wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got the binder. Yeah, why don't you look that up? Because it's, I mean, Daniel Bryan deserves more than... Yeah, he deserves something for Mania. This is crazy talk. Oh, I agree, Eric. Uh, I'll get back to you on that when I find the actual page. It's deep. Okay, that's all right. Um, uh, Otherwise, let's see. from um, SmackDown, the big things are... Uh, well, I don't know. I think we might have touched on this last week because you might have heard wind of this on the IWC. But uh, Goldberg came out as the title holder and uh, basically asked, uh, well, basically said something that doesn't really make sense. It doesn't really matter who's last. All that matters, Eric, is who's next. Okay. (laughs) Well, thanks. Goldberg's a fortune cookie, apparently. Well, thank you for that, Goldberg. Huh? I said, well, thank you for that, Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that basically means he's uh, he's clapped his hands, wiped his hands clean of the fiend, and he's moving on. And asked who's next. Basically an open challenge. You know who answered that challenge? I do. I, I actually saw this part. This is uh, the big dog. Yeah, the big dog. Roman Reigns came out. And good God, can we make that any more obvious, Eric? Yeah. Title to be taken. I mean, you're saying like, yeah, this is boring because you're saying obviously Reigns is going to get the title. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're definitely right and definitely boring. And if you're going to go this direction, like, yeah, give it to Reigns. I don't want Goldberg as the champion. No, not for any longer than he has to be. No, and I'm not a Goldberg hater. He's just old. I mean, he is what he is, but... I don't even know... It's just so... I don't know why this happened at all, Jeff. Well, this is just a way to get the title off the fiend. The IWC went crazy, so WWE got their spoiled kid the little title that he needed. (laughs) And they tried it out for a while. I'm like, you know what? We had this thing with Brian and everything, and, you know, we're going to give it to Brian, and... The IWC got mad, so he kept on the fiend, and now we don't know where to go with it, but we need Roman to carry it out of WrestleMania. How do we get there? Oh, I know. Let's bring in a washed-up Hall of Famer to spear him a couple of times. And because that washed-up Hall of Famer doesn't have any conditioning, he's going to lose at the next pay-per-view. I mean, how disappointing is uh, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg at WrestleMania? I mean, that, that's something for that's a filthy casual, Eric. 
Yep. It like really I bet, is. I bet you Wolf will pop for that match. No. Maybe not Wolf, but maybe no. someone who's even more filthy and casual than Wolf. Exactly. Yeah. That, you're right that it is for the filthy casual, but not for Wolf. Yeah. No, he knows the big dogs better than that. So, so did you find out uh, Daniel Bryan? I did. He had a uh, WWE title match against Kofi Kingston. Oh, duh. Year. Okay, duh. 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 And that was the dumbest thing. and But that was good. I, I, I saw that. I'm like, am I really that stupid? <laughs> that was good, though. That, that was good. That's Kofi Mania, baby. Yeah. Obviously, but I'm saying, like, that's a good ass. Like, that's that's a worthy opponent. That's a good match. Last year's WrestleMania was pretty good. I mean, the, the thing you remember is Kofi. Well, I guess the thing that you sometimes remember. Cause I was going to say, I remember <laughs> Becky. <laughs> yeah, Becky. But, yeah, that's disappointing. So, man, I wonder what the fuck they'll do with Daniel Bryan for Mania. Well, I mean, this is this is just a really weird. I'm starting to get worried for a lot of people at this Mania, Eric. Oh yeah, no, I'm definitely worried about Mania. You consider me worried? <laughs> Color me worried? Yeah, yep. Go ahead, and mark me down for worried. Because we got, <laughs> I mean, we got uh, Brock, uh, Drew, which it was cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah. There's some good, but there's. Also, as every year, there's plenty of people left in the dust. Yep, yep. Edge, Randy, which I'm good with. Yeah. Those are my top two. Yeah. And then, uh, if we're going to do an Undertaker match, I don't mind AJ. No. If, if we, if we got to do a Taker match, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I just wish they would let, let my man go, honestly. And not, yeah. not, no disrespect there. I just want him to give him one more story, like sick, like a good story. It could have been with AJ. That's fine. Whatever you want to do. Just a nice lengthy story ended at Mania, and let's call it good. Yeah, exactly. But, but they don't look like they're doing that. They're giving him another sh- little short run, and they'll probably bring him back next year. Yep. Well, they'll probably bring him back for the next Saudi show. Let's be honest. Yep. All easy, right. Easy money. <laughs> Uh, what about my ma- Saudi Arabia? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just have to reminisce on how terrible that was. Oh, well, they did it again. Have you? Have you? Uh, I won't spoil it if you haven't heard it, but have you caught wind of any announcements? No. Okay. Well, what's he been citing at uh, Tampa Bay, just lurking around already? <laughs> no, but there's been two bogus announcements. Oh, Jesus. You know, on the same lines of what we talked about. As far as, yeah. you know, taking the surprise away from us. That's dumb as hell. Oh, did they, so did I miss, well, first, before I forget, Baron Corbin, what's he doing? Baron Corbin? Yeah, what are we doing? On SmackDown? Yeah. Didn't do a damn thing this week. <laughs> he wasn't there? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um. The only other things that's big from uh, big from SmackDown this week. One thing that's a little smaller. Uh, Internet. Yeah, Internet. That's that's a that's a mispronunciation. Yeah. International Championship contract signing. What? It was originally yeah. International Championship. Wait. 
Yeah. Intercontinental. I was going to say, what the hell? Did they introduce a new title? Man, I missed a lot of SmackDown. Man, their national championship be pretty rad, though. Yeah, that is it. That I don't like. I don't mind that idea. But go ahead, Intercontinental. Inter- Intercontinental contract signing. Uh, at first, it's just supposed to be Broad and Shin, but Sammy comes out talking that mess, and uh, Broad's uh, like, "I'll take on all three of you." Blah blah blah. Yeah. So at Elimination Chamber, it looks like we're getting a three-on-one. Uh, handicap match for the IC title. Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and uh, Shinsuke versus Braun Strowman. Yep. Uh, this led to a double suplex, uh, putting Braun through the table via double suplex. Uh, that's pretty good. See a big beefster go through a table. Oh, yeah. I did see this. Well, I'm trying to think. Oh, I know why I saw a lot of this episode. Okay. I was home with uh, with the boy alone because Samantha had to do something. Oh, uh, that's right. He was a big uh, Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin was on that episode. Was he? Yeah, but I think you're right. I don't think he did anything. But he cut a promo, like a backstage promo, because I took a picture because uh, Buddy was, he really captivated him. <laughs> he, was, he captivated Buddy? Yeah, he was, a, he was a big Baron Corbin fan. Uh-oh. <laughs> So, uh, okay, so now I'm starting to remember. I do remember what you're talking about, and that, that I'm cool with that. I wish they had a name. I don't really mind this little trio they got rolling, but I wish they had a name. Yeah, well, that's factions in WWE nowadays. They put a name on it, 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 it gets a, a smell of cheese, and then the stink of death follows the next week. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It really is. A, it really is that way. Well, I'm trying to think. Like, are there any good? Like, what are the factions that exist right now? The club. Is that factions, it? You got the club, the Monday Night Messiah. Oh faction, yeah, yeah. Corbin Ziggler and Rude, I guess, to an extent. And then you got these three fellas. I think these three boys would be like their best faction. Well, Cesaro needs to do his fair share of talk. Sammy can't do all the talking for all three of them. That's true. He's a great mouthpiece, but I want Cesaro just to... Yeah, tell him, French! Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a cannibal the musical reference. I'm going to start the movie bit a little early. (laughs) Yeah. Say, go watch Cannibal the Musical. Yeah. You'll get that reference. Uh, okay. All right. (laughs) So is there any? So that's about it from SmackDown. No, Eric. The biggest news is yet to come. Okay, lay it on me. Okay, your time is up. My time is now. Huh? I said your time is up. My time is now. Yeah, yeah. He. This is in Boston, Mass. So he got out in front of all those baked beans, racist motherfuckers in Boston. Yeah. Is he from Boston? Yeah, I thought so. I I, I was wondering because his doctor of thugonomics uh, music, you know the the song before this one. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Word life. Word life. This is basic thugonomics. Yeah, they had uh, it had an a seven L and esoteric sample in it where it's like 
It's like a scratch sample. It's like, I'm, un- I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel me. Yeah. You remember that part? Of course. Yeah, and I was like, and I was like, okay. Because those guys are from, those are like Philly guys, you know, like East Coast, like independent oh, hip, yeah. like East Coast independent hip hop scene. And John Cena sounds just like him when he raps. So I was like, oh, he's like a East Coast independent white rapper from the late 90s. I gotcha. <laughs> and he, and he, he really did fit that bill quite nicely. Where's that sample from? Uh, 7L and Esoteric. They're like a hip-hop duo. 7L was the producer and the DJ, and Esoteric was a rapper. But he was like a, he was like a white guy from the East East Coast, you know, that sounded like that that style. Do they have any bangers that I, I would have heard? Uh, no, it's kind of a. But he's Esoteric's legit. They're they're legit. It's it's good stuff. You can go back and look at it. I might check it out on Spotify when I'm stocking bananas later. Yep. Oh well, while we're there, uh, Royce the Five Nines album. It's called uh, the Allegory. Amazing. Oh, I think I, I saw you uh, pop that on Instagram a couple weeks ago, but I couldn't remember what album it was. I just remember Royce the Five Nine. Yeah, just look him up and go to his his discography, and it'll be the latest one. It's got like a burning dollar bill on it. Nice. It's like a it's a concept album, but it's really well done. And then, uh, good. Hot fire. Oh, it's some hot. It's it's amazing, dude. The production, really good. Highly, highly, highly recommend. My favorite album since uh, the Griselda album. Oh, wow. And Griselda was in Denver. I forgot to tell you. Uh, well, yeah, you should have told me. That would have been a wild show. Yeah. After the week art. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyway. So, yeah, Cena comes out and uh, he's saying, uh, you know, I'm WWE till I die, all this. Jazz and everything, and he's basically like, but I also respect that every every wrestler in this industry works for that WrestleMania spot. So this year, I think it's better that WrestleMania goes on without me. This isn't goodbye, but blah blah blah, and you know the crowd's getting on his ass, like no, yeah, and he's just. He's doing the walk of shame. Like, you, you, think, you think this is for real, Eric, you know? Okay. Like, okay, I guess Cena's hanging it up, and he's he's claiming that he's not done with WWE. It sounds like The Rock to me. So you, okay, so right now we're getting worked. We're getting worked. And then he gets up onto the stage to say goodbye, gives a salute, and then do do Lights cut out, Eric. Okay. Lights pop back on. You know who's behind him. The Fiend. The Fiend is behind him. And The Fiend joins the club of side pointers and just sticks his fat finger out towards the side. (laughs) Cena sees that he's sticking his finger out towards the side, gives him a nod of the cap. And as far as my book, it's official. We got a WrestleMania match. So we're getting Bray versus, or yeah, the Fiend versus Cena. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm down with that. No, I'm fine with that. Pick the lane, you marks. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, no. Do you, you want the rock and roll feed? Do you want all American boy John Cena? Yeah. God damn. Okay. I'll tell you which line I'm picking. I'm about picking old school, baby. Oh yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, who, who really does win that match? It's, it's a good one. It's a, it's a water cooler match. Exa- yeah, makes you, does make you think. I'd probably, if I was a betting man, I think I'd, I'd go Bray. Uh, yeah. Uh, money would probably say Bray. Over under might be at, I don't know, 120. I don't, I don't fucking know. I, I'm, 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 not, I'm not a gambler. No. But no, I think you're right. I think it, it's a close one. That's it's, that's interesting. Another one that's just kind of thrown together late in the game. Which yeah. It's frustrating. I, mean, I, I thought... I thought the fiend was gonna be stuck in no man's land after Goldberg came out, just clapped his hands with that feud. Yeah, the child Roman. I'm like, okay. I mean, the is the Goldberg match was just four spears and a shitty ass jackhammer, right? Oh yeah, that jackhammer was not a jackhammer. That was a suplex. And not even a good one. Yeah. Uh, okay. But, uh, it was four spears and jackhammer. It's like 90 seconds long. Okay. That's SmackDown. All right. Not show. Okay. Uh, I thought Raw was uh, pretty pretty decent actually. I liked I a couple spots. I liked. I liked uh, Brock. I like Brock and uh, Drew's spot. Yeah, the start of the night with Lesnar and Dmac. Yeah, it's just opens as a classic Paul Heyman Lesnar promo. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. And I believe uh, Paul Heyman (laughs) says D-Mac is nothing but a big bitch. Did he? Yeah. Because when that hits, it just sounds so funny. When he's cut the promo, he's like, no, these legends, D-Mac is just a big bitch. Oh, yeah. And then the crowd just gave so much heat immediately. It was oh, awesome. Yeah. Me and Samantha were talking about that. Like, anytime you drop bitch in professional wrestling in, in 2020, you're going to get a pop from the kids. Yeah. They're like, hell yeah. Keep saying bitch. We like that. Hey, get a pop from 30-year-old Jeffrey, too. I don't care. Yeah, that's true. I'll give him a pop. Uh, it's, it's that uh, it's that X factor. But yeah, no, I thought I thought that was pretty sweet. I think was there three Claymore kicks or just or four? Anyway, <laughs> there was three. So D back came out after he got called a big bitch, and he he just came in with attitude. He just walked right up to the Bork laser, stared him right in the eye. He's like basically a standoff, and Bork's the the Bork laser's just like laughing it off. Starts pointing to the side. We're getting a lot of points in this episode, Eric. Excellent. Uh, 
guy starts pointing to the side, and then he walks away, pretending like he's leaving, gets one foot out of the ropes, then charges back in. But D-Mac's ready. He hits him with a claymore. D-Mac's always prepared. He knows yeah. the board laser. Yeah. Hits him with a claymore. Uh, you know, he, he walks out, holds the title. Which, well, he doesn't even hold the title yet. He just walks out. The uh, limped Bork laser makes his way out about five minutes later. Once he gets to the top of the ramp, he's just looking around, looking at the audience, getting pissed off at everyone, doing what he had to to put food on the table. <laughs> and all of a sudden, <laughs> D-Mac comes roaring out from left field, hits him with a second claymore. And the crowd just goes ape shit as D-Mac grabs his title and stands over him, a la Scotty Pip and Patrick Ewing. <laughs> and just hold, and he poses over him, you know? Yeah. And the crowd's like, one more time! One more time! So he gives him another claymore on his way out. Hell yeah. D-Mac no. standing tall. Yeah, I like that segment. Brock was Brock was good as always. Yeah. He's good. I, I, lo- I love a stud Brock Lesnar. He's like yeah. a drugs man at three in the morning getting slapped by his girlfriend. Yeah, it's just complete and utter shock anytime somebody's beating him up. Yeah. It's, it's all it's just about to poop himself the entire yeah. time. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh apparently you could hear Brock tell Drew to pick up the title. That's come, oh, really? That's coming from the end. I'm trying to hear a lot more talking in like during matches and shit. I, I know. didn't hear that. I know. I try. I try to annoy. I try to avoid it. But sometimes it's hilarious. Uh, two Raws ago, uh, Randy Orton was in the corner, and uh, he was on the like you know when you're on your ass in the corner, like you're you know back against the turnbuckle, your ass is on the mat. Yeah. And, and uh, I think it was. I don't know who was gonna. You know the the other person was gonna come at him and do something, and the camera just cut to a such a close up of Randy Orton, and he clearly just said. I'm gonna move. <laughs> it was such a, it was amazing. I wrote it down in my notes a couple of weeks ago. There's a women's match. I can't remember what women's match, but it's one with a woman referee, and the referee's just like out there playing the quarterback point guard role, and all of a sudden you hear like suplex, suplex now, suplex now. I'm like, yeah. lower your voice. Yeah, some of them do a bad job. Charlotte notoriously does a bad job of talking too loud. Yeah, Becky will too. Which, I mean, they got the, like, a big, I I don't know who was talking about this, but a big part of the hair is that you can get the hair, and you can see them do it, like they purposely get the hair in their face. Yeah, and then they can tactic. And then they can talk. So, all the women, they got no excuse, man. Get that hair in your face and have that conversation. Quiet down a little bit. <laughs> right after this uh, Lesnar D-Mac, we had the Raw Tag Team Championships. Another thing that I had to touch on from this Raw. Yeah, I was excited to see the Street Profits win. Oh, yeah. This needed to happen. We just talked last week how both titles were on uh, mashup factions. Yeah. I lo- that's, a, that's a no-go going into WrestleMania. You need to have at least one of them on an actual tag team. Exactly. But they have a match at Elimination Chamber. Uh, Street Profits do? Yeah, versus like a rematch. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Um, So hopefully they retain, because I, really, I was really excited about that. Montez <sighs> Ford's, I really like that dude, the skinnier one. 
yeah, yeah, Montez is he's got charisma out the ass. He really does. I like them both. They're a really good team. Yeah. Um. Shit. What's the other guy's name? I don't want to leave him in the dark. Uh, Angelo Dawkins. Yeah. Uh. After this, when uh, Rollins and Murphy demanded the match at Elimination Chamber, uh, Rollins basically spoiled the uh, spoiled the outcome by immediately also just making an open threat to Kevin Owens. So, I mean, my guess is we're getting Rollins versus KO at Mania. So I assume Street Profits beat Rollins and Murphy. Huh. I hope that comes. To, I hope you're right about that. Because the. the I don't know if you watch this actual match, Eric, but the way they won was, uh, you know, there's some distraction and KO came in backside, came in weak side and hit Rollins with a stunner when no one was looking. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, no, I watched the whole match. Yeah, they were, uh, um, who are the two big, the two big boys? Uh, AOP. Yeah, AOP came out and the ref tried to throw him out, or, or did throw him out, but they were, you know, standing around, uh, yeah. you know, Back talking the ref, saying they're not going to go, and then KO snuck in for the nice stunner. Yeah, it's, it's very stone cold, like. No, it was it was awesome. I thought I thought that was a pretty cool moment when they won. Yeah, and I really hope you're right about. It. I never thought about that. I hope you're right about that. It's got to be Seth. It's got to be Rollins uh, KO. What else could it be? Exactly. I mean, they've been building up that feud between them, and now they don't even have a title, so it's just a straight grudge match. Which is good. I was going to say, we only have two stories that have a story. Or we only have two matches that have a story so far. A real story. Yeah. And this talk about that and Orton Edge. Orton Edge and uh, D-Mac Lesnar. And then this yeah. this will be the third if they make that. Because that, they've been doing this for a long time. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, and no, there'd be four. There's a really good story. Um, the uh, Rey Mysterio... Andrade, uh, who am I missing? Uh, uh, and, uh Yeah, yep. So the, I guess there'd be there'd be four because that's been going on forever too. Well, I don't I don't even consider that a story. I consider that just uh, workhorse time fillers because they've been having the variation of the same match every single week. This this week they actually had a tag team match. Yep, they did. But. I, Every week you've had like one of those two versus one of the other two, you know. Yeah, that was a good ass match, though. Oh yeah, totally. somebody they, they milked it for a solid thirty minutes in that last hour of Raw. Uh, what's Garza's name? Angel Garza. I don't know why I keep thinking Roberto. Is there a Roberto Garza in sports? Like a baseball uh, player? I'm sure there is in baseball. Garza's a pretty common last name. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, um, Angel Garza hit a missile drop kick that was just unbelievable. Yeah, I, yeah, these matches are phenomenal. They're by far the best matches that have been going on on a regular basis. This week is probably the best match of the week as well. Yep, I think you're right. I think, uh, um, Rey Mysterio, dude, don't. Like, we <laughs> we, we can't, uh, take, the, take this for granted because this guy is old not super old but he has a ton of mileage he's like a lebron james type oh yeah and uh he's still really good it's, un- it's unbelievable that you're watching Rey mysterio in 2020 
Yeah, and he's he's doing all the same shit, man. Yeah, he's still bringing the heat. It's pretty pretty cool. Uh, one big picture thing I want to get to. I want to ask you a, a question because I'm getting worried. So I want to ask this question before I get to the main event of Raw. We saw a uh, Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane match. This is Shayna Baszler's first match on Raw. Uh, I'm not worried so much about Baszler versus Becky, but Becky came out halfway through this to get on commentary, and I'm worried that her confidence is getting to her head and she might be turning heel. Oh, yeah? see any of this. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I could see that. She Was she wearing the jacket again? She, she was wearing a big poofy jacket and sunglasses. And then uh, immediately put on the king's uh, crown. Uh-oh. Uh, uh-oh, indeed. I think you're right, Jeff. When, when you see costume changes, you know what I mean? I mean, Seth Rollins went to the... To the tight man bun, uh, poofy jacket with fur and one glove. You know, when they do the heel turn, they typically do change the wardrobe. So, here's the thing. You can't really do a heel turn when you're facing Shayna Baszler. Like, no one's automatic. Like, the default route in that is not Baszler. It's Becky all the way. Even if she does show heelish aspects. Yeah, that's true. But... All I'm saying is, Becky, if you're listening, <laughs> your, your lover boy says, uh, you know, check yourself. Yeah, check yourself you before you wreck yourself. You don't want to turn heel. You're going to lose a lot of money and a lot of pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that... then it'll just be back to, Seth will drop you, but Jeffrey's always here. What if she joined, uh, what about this, Jeff? Let me let me run this one by I, you. I, know, I already know where you're going. <laughs> That she joins the Monday Night Messiah. I've heard her say either on WWE backstage or somewhere else that's slightly not kayfabe. Uh, they tried working, you know, like having their relationship being on camera. We remember this. We 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 hated it. Oh yeah, she no, I like, don't want she that. She didn't like it either. Seth didn't like it either. No, no parties liked it. That's why it's, uh, it only lasted like a month or two. No, and I don't want that, but but she would be a badass addition to that faction. Oh, it would completely change the dynamic on that. Like, I don't take that faction seriously at all. No, but you put a badass woman in, that always helps. How about that? What, what about this, Eric? What if Shayna went to that faction? Baby! Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be, yeah, same effect, I guess. I think that would get legitimate heat. Yeah, no, it would. It would. I don't know. I think either you're right. I think either of those could work. But if she's gonna turn heel, if if Becky's gonna turn heel, what what better place to be? But I don't know. but that, not that, that faction already has too much stink on it for me. But not uh, it's already going downhill quick. So yeah, I don't want to put Becky in a pile of shit. That's and true. To make a sculpture out of it. That's true. But not as like. You know how wrestling is. The past doesn't matter. Like we don't have to remember that they're actually dating or married or whatever the fuck they are. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't want them to be like lovers. I'm talking about like just just regular like a like a China was like just adding a badass woman. Yeah. Uh, China was the best woman addition to a faction ever. Yeah. 
ever. That's true. I mean, that's like, a tough act to follow. But... Just Triple H shot Michaels and then China's back there flexing. Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Without fighter. No. <laughs> no. That's very scary. Get up or get out the way. <laughs> yeah. That is scary. Uh, I think, yeah, I didn't get to see that part, so that's good that you updated me on that. We They didn't get that on the Hulu cut. They basically just had a, like, Baszler won via submission against Kyrie, and they basically just had a long-distance stare down. Okay. Nothing there, but, I, if I'm reading hard between the lines, which I always do with Becky, I'm, I'm worried that she could be turned heel, because she just seems a little arrogant in this episode. Just a little arrogant. Yeah. Well, she's been changing, so I think you're probably right. I'm sorry, Becky. I love you. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if she forgives you, Jeff, but I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll see. Uh, so we're running out of time here. Do, should we take a break? I think that's all I had from Raw. Uh, yeah, just the uh, main event, and that's basically Edge explaining his self. Oh, no, it was... Uh, no. Like not Edge explaining himself, yeah. Orton explaining himself. Yep. Beth Phoenix was supposed to give a medical update, and Orton just interrupted it immediately. And then, and then Beth takes the RKO. Yeah, Which Orton it, basically uh, pins the blame on uh, Beth Phoenix for Edge coming back and for Orton doing what he had to do. Yeah, it was, he said he was saving Edge because, like, he's coming back with an injured neck. And he wants to take him out of his misery like an old dog and just send him back to retirement before he gets hurt and he can't be a dad. Yeah. So two little girls. So and he can spend God, time with his time kids. He mentioned those little girls' names as he, as he was filibustering. Yeah. He was having a hard time, but he did all right. He didn't it do... was a long promo, but pe- Marks loved it. Yeah. He didn't do great, but he did pretty good. Uh, it was a really windy promo. It really it was long-winded as hell. Uh, he tried though. It, it was a decent effort. It was a classic wrestling logic that didn't make a ton of sense. But you know, whatever. He he's sending him like you said. He's putting him down like an old dog so he can get back to his family. Yep. Which I guess and, is uh, it, it works. I, I mean, everybody smelled the RKO coming. Oh yeah, they they were called for it, and uh, basically after uh, uh, or told Beth. He's like, I, pro- I, I bet I love Edge more than you ever would. Beth responds to the slap. Orton stares her down and then just mutters under his breath that that word that gets pop, that gets heat immediately that we just talked about. He's like, you bitch. Oh, Randy. So she just kicks him in the Son gut a la Stone Cold and then he comes back with an RKO immediately. Yep. Instant pop. Never lay your hands on a woman in wrestling. Nope. I mean, not an instant pop. Instant heat. Well, it, it just was a shame that JR wasn't there to say, that's his wife, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you just need to pay JR a quick thousand just for that stop by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's his wife, damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think, I think that about does it for this week in wrestling. Yeah, we didn't get some predictions or some bulls. Well, let's do bulls first, and then we'll come back for predictions. We got about seven minutes. All right. So, Sounds good, Eric. Are you ready? <laughs> Just about. Yep. Yeah. 
All right, well, let's celebrate Kobe White, and uh, it's now time for Jeff's 30-second Chicago Bulls update. Remember to stop me if you hear the depressing game in this update. Okay. Bulls fans! We started off last week when I talked to you last, sitting at 20-39, going into New York, face the Knickerbockers. Knickerbockers suck, Eric. Oh, what, what, wait, hold on. What, this, what night was this? This was last Saturday. Okay, so the game was on Monday night. Okay, I'll get to that for sure then. Okay. Uh, so this was last Saturday, uh, leap day, and we uh, we had Zach Levine, but we're still injured, and I don't remember much of this game. There's nothing special. Zach Levine did his thing. Kobe White did his thing. And no one else showed up because we were still injured. And we lost the game by 10 points. Simple as that. Okay, take it back. It wasn't Monday. It was either Tuesday or Wednesday. Cause oh, I, ha- I got you. Because I had school. Because Monday, Bulls fans, <laughs> Zach Levine missed his first game of the Bulls season. This motherfucker had been looking to go 82 games. Missed number one. With a uh, quad strain, I don't know, something with the squad. Does it, does it really matter? No. Zach Levine was out. I know what you're thinking, Eric. We're playing the Dallas Mavericks. They got Luka Doncic, and they got that unicorn, even though the unicorn wasn't playing. So they just have Luka Doncic. This is a surprise team. Porzingis. They're going to go to the playoffs. They're 13 games above 500. So, uh, yeah, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking, then. We're going to get the asses handed to us. Dallas came out and ate a dick. Oh, okay. This was a close game throughout, Eric. They ate some European dick. Yep, we were down 10 at halftime, but the Bulls didn't quit. Otto Porter Jr. was back in the lineup. Although he wasn't starting. I don't. I couldn't tell you why he wasn't starting. He should start. But he's coming off the bench. Gave you a nice 18 off the bench. Kobe White added his own 19. And Denzel Valentine, the the chucker, the team's George Costanza, the chucker of the team. Yeah. He chucked up 17 points. Probably missed about 30. But (laughs) he did his part. And the Bulls snuck away with a win that they almost blew at the end. But they won 109-107 against a plus 500 team. Wow. Western Conference plus 500 team without Zach Levine. That's a hell of an accomplishment. So then a couple of uh, cynical Bulls marks start saying, oh, our team's better without Zach Levine. There's more ball movement. Okay, let's just calm down. Let's pump the brakes because they went in Wednesday night to Minnesota. That's the game, yep. That's the game. This wasn't a good game. No. Kobe White did his thing. He's becoming aggressive. Lowry Markin gets his first game returning to the lineup. And guess who's starting? Lowry's starting. Otto Porter Jr. still isn't. Wendell Carter Jr. also returns to the lineup. We're getting healthy, Eric. We are getting healthy. Wow. But, I mean, all, all these players are still on minutes restrictions. Okay. We lose this motherfucker 108 to 115. Yes, in very depressing fashion. The game was low. When I was listening, extremely low energy. Yes, low energy. This is in Minnesota, so it's low energy automatically. 
Was Tibbs is Tibbs still coaching? Oh hell no! Jimmy kicked his ass out when he set that place to the ground. So Tibbs is not a coach right now. Tibbs is not a coach right now. Huh? Okay. Uh, Ryan Saunders. Sa- Saunders. Ryan Saunders, the son of Flip Saunders. I was is. just gonna ask. Cool. All right. Got a lot of uh, got a lot of uh, pull in that organization. Oh yeah. He's okay. a right now. Okay. And this is uh, this is a team that the Bulls beat a while back, but Minnesota like traded away its entire team at the trade deadline. Like there's ten players left, ten players entered. It's a completely different team. Wow. You got D'Angelo Russell. He's now a Minnesota T Wolf. T Wolf. Uh, because he's he's good friends with Carl Anthony Towns, so in one year that'll implode. Okay. Up right now, they beat our Chicago Bulls. Then, uh, I did, like I said, I didn't catch last night's game. It got spoiled for me. Bulls lost to the Pacers. Uh, I don't know if it's at home. Pacers are a good team. They're playoff bound. Bulls are not. So, uh, instead, the Bulls stand at uh, currently at twenty-one and forty-two. All right. So, okay. So my my prediction still stands for a little bit of time here. Oh, Eric, here's the, here's the other thing. Your prediction might stay longer than you think because uh, of the, like, 20 or so remaining games we have, I believe probably 17 of them are against uh, playoff-bound teams. So Yeah, well, that could work in, that could work in the other direction, too. You might have some uh, some off nights, you know what I mean, where teams are just exactly. straight taking like off. Dallas came in and took a shit. Yeah. So okay. you could have that, too. Okay. But yeah, the, uh, Zach Levine should be back in no time with less than a week. By next update, Zach Levine should be back. Lowry should be in the form. Wendell should be in the form. Otto should be in the form. And uh, Jim Borland uh, said just yesterday he, he's tired of these, these motherfuckers giving up these 50-50 balls, and he's going to up the ante in practice, going to make practice tougher. Don't know what that means. Maybe he's just looking for a reason to get fired. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see, Jim Boylan, you jack-o'-lantern. Son of you a bitch. big old jack-o'-lantern. Uh, well, yeah, that's, that's about the state of the Bulls. Well, thank you, Jeff, for that 30-second Bulls update. Let's see if I can get you a round of applause from the audience. Audience, why don't you give a round of applause? Ah, there they are. So right, let's, let's get to these fucking predictions. Let's I'm actually excited about some of these Elimination Chamber matches. Yeah, yeah, the Elimination Chamber this Sunday. Um, tomorrow. Oh, yeah, it is Saturday. Yeah, tomorrow. We got Elimination Chamber tomorrow. Uh, and we realize Saturday's not the best day to do a podcast, but you know what? Uh, we do things a little different around here. And that's, that's just where we can fit in this week. Tough titty. Yeah, it's a Sunday morning podcast. You, you wake up on Sunday morning, you start your coffee, and you throw on the Boom DDT podcast. You sure do. Uh, so, um, let's start with the uh, let's start with the Elimination Chamber matches, shall we? Well, just to give a quick update, I, I forewent the Royal Rumble. I, I voided those picks because you weren't there for those picks. It was me and Wolfie. Okay. And I want to keep our uh, predictions even right now. Uh, we have 172 matches predicted. 
I'm in the lead with 101 predicted correctly. You have 99 predicted correctly. So why don't you hit that century mark this pay-per-view, Eric? Okay, so still very close race. Very close. Okay. Uh, we'll start with the Women's Raw Championship um, match. Elimination oh, Chamber. number one contender. Oh, excuse me. Yes, I was going to say that doesn't make any sense. The Elimination Chamber match for the number one contendership to the WWE Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania 36. We have Natalia, Liv Morgan, Shayna Baszler, Asuka, Ruby Riot, and Sarah Logan. Um, I'll let you take this one first, Jeff. I know the writing's probably on the wall for Shayna versus Becky. I'm going to throw a wrench in that son of a bitch. Just because everyone likes a triple threat. Yeah. I think this is going to get grimy. And I think Oscar's going to sneak out of it with the win. So we somehow get a triple threat between Baszler, Oscar, and Becky. Yeah, it's not a bad prediction at all. It's between those two for sure for me. I can't see him going any other direction. Uh, yeah, you don't see Sarah Logan going to Mania? <laughs> I don't. Even though I liked, remember she had a little spot a couple of Raws ago? Yeah. Which I actually liked. Uh, I will go Shayna Baszler in the interest of uh, competition. Nice. And uh, yeah, her match was good against Kyrie. A lot of NXT UK style. A lot of twisting and submissions and turnings and shit. Yep. Uh, we will go the the other Elimination Chamber match. This one's for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Titles. We got. I think I might be more hype about this one, Eric. Who, who you got in it? I mean, who's all in it? Excuse me. We got The Miz and Morrison, current champs. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. Uh, New Day, Usos, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, Ziggler and Rude. Oh, man. Um, I will go... This is a tough one. Yeah, it is. You really don't know who who's going to do especially because I haven't been watching SmackDown real close, so this is going to be a tough one for me. I am going to go... I'll go Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. <laughs> I do not get that reference, Eric. I'll stop doing it. I don't either. No, 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 I get that. It's a, they tried to make up a, a catchphrase, a rhythmic catchphrase, and they purposely did this off-rhythm thing. Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey. And, uh, you know, the marks caught on, so they're actually chanting back to them nowadays. All right, so it's working a little bit. It's working. It doesn't have a lot of flair, and it, they didn't intend it to, but the marks just took it and ran with it. Uh, anyway, uh, you going Miz and Morrison? Yep, I'll go retain. And who's, like, you have Lucha House Party, New Day, Usos. Uh, Heavy Machinery, Ziggler, and Rude. Oh, fuck. Just because I wanted on a true, uh, tag team, even though I know this prediction won't come true, I'm gonna go Heavy Machinery. I've been predicting them for months to win these titles, and they're not going to win it here. They might win it at Mania, but they're not going to win it here. I'll still go with them, though. Yeah, I, I, that'd be sweet, man. It'd be cool to have the two tag team champions, the Street Profits and Heavy Machinery. 
Because uh, Otis just got shat on again this week. By Ziggler? Well, Mandy's just uh, got eyes on a Ziggler match. And Sonya's, like, watching and, like, ooh, you're going out with him, blah, 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 or something, like, hinting that, you know, this is your man. And then uh, you see Otis, like, watching that, all that jazz go down, and Tucker's like, hey, just move on. Basically, fuck this bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if they're burning that to the ground or what. But it'd be a nice, uh, be a nice comeback story if Otis moved on and just completely annihilated people in this elimination chamber. That'd be amazing. They might still do yeah. that, but they probably won't win, like you said. Yeah. Um. They'll, they'll probably bring it up within, the, like I'm sure Ziggler and uh, Otis will have a stare down at, at the very least. Oh yeah. Uh. So we'll keep it moving here. We'll go. Uh, the other tag team titles, Street Profits versus Seth and Murphy. Who you got? No, Street Profits, baby. Yep. I think KO's going to do the dirty to Rollins again just to keep that feud uh, boiling up till Mania. I agree. Put me down for the Profits. Hell yeah. Uh, we want the smoke, Eric. Yeah, we want the smoke. Three-on-one handicap match for the Intercontinental Championship. Braun versus Shinsuke, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn. I'll go Braun. I would love to see the three of them have an Intercontinental Championship just because that would like piss a lot of people off, especially being Braun's first title. Yeah. And Sami Zayn would always carry it. Even though he would have nothing to do with winning it, but he would carry it. Actually, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go with the three of them. No, it would be hilarious. I agree. That's a good... I hope so. Like, I think if if, if they win it, they're going to lose it to him at Mania again, but that would just be a great thing to actually give the story a little, uh, little oomph. Yeah. Okay, and then we got... Oops. Then we got... Alistair Black versus AJ Styles in a no DQ match. Black and AJ? Yep. Oh, uh, yeah, this was a little something that, uh, like, on this Raw, they had AJ. AJ was supposed to face Black. He was like, no, if you looked at the fine print, you have to face Carl Anderson. So he faces Carl Anderson and beats him. Gets a little injured along the way. He's like, no, if you look at the fight print, you have to face Luke Gallows before he gets to me. So they face Luke Gallows. He gets a little more injured and gets through Luke Gallows. And then AJ just comes in and kicks the shit out of him and then makes easy business. Yep, with the Undertaker pin, which I thought was pretty good, actually. Yeah, the death pin. Uh, I'm going to go... I don't know. I'm going to go uh, Alistair due to Undertaker shenanigans. I'm, I'm with you. One hundred and ten percent. Black could u- Black could use the uh, the bump, and AJ could use the heat. So I'm down sure. with that. And then we'll do uh, Andrade. Well, we'll do this is kind of a weird order, but anyway, we'll do Andrade versus Umberto Carrillo. Andrade, current champ. This is for the United States Championship. And who do you got here? It's just a normal championship match? Yep. 
Before I answer that, do you think they're going to put on the pre-show? Because I think this is pre-show bound, unfortunately. Um. Yeah. Yep, they will. Because every, every pay-per-view, I get hyped for one of these undercard matches and then find out I can't watch it because it's on the pre-show. Well, I mean, I can, but I'm not watching a two-hour pre-show for one 20-minute match. Yeah. Yep. Who you got? Um, I'm going to... Uh, I don't think... I love Umberto, but I don't think he's ready for the title yet. So I'm going to keep it on all of for right now. Yep. He, he's got to go into Mania with it as the heel, for sure. Uh, and then we got Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak, which I don't know anything about. Oh, my God. I will I mean, that's, that better be a pre-show match. Yeah, I, I read it in a bad order, but that's the, only, that's the last match on the card. Uh, I don't think it'll be the main event, but I'll go... Uh, since I know nothing about this shot in the dark, I'll go Daniel Bryan. Universal, no, uh, no, no main titles. No SmackDown title? SmackDown women's title, I mean? Nope. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's a throw. That, it's, that SmackDown women's title is in a bad spot. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, not Bailey's fault, it's just everyone's mm, fault. It's a poop per view, in my opinion. But, yeah. uh, it'll, st- it, it, but it has no, some no, good. No, 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 Eric, let's not get that extreme because the Elimination Chamber matches themselves will be great. Yeah. So, yeah, it won't be bad. It's definitely, it's something I won't, like, not care to watch, like the Super Show. I didn't even care about that, but I'll watch this for sure. Yeah, this is definitely <laughs> a step up from Super Show. All right, Jeff. Well, yeah, that's this Sunday. That's, that's this Sunday. Everybody enjoy their, uh, Enjoy the Elimination Chamber and look, for, if you're a fan of the show, look forward to the new segments that are about to drop, including... Hell yeah, we're going to have some boys in here, <laughs> in... doing some movies, doing some cooking. Yep, the Boom DDT uh, dollar bin, and then yep, a cooking segment, for... maybe maybe a guest on the Bulls segment, um, so look forward to that. Hell yeah. Alright Jeff, we'll do it again next week, huh? Sounds good, buddy. Night, night. Night, night. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new bacon duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new pepperoni bacon duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the chipotle bacon duo with Canadian bacon and chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.